am here with Mike D'Ambrosi, who I had the pleasure of training on a workshop eight years ago when he was a team leader at Nestle Purina. He has since become the vice president of sales for Good West Industries and was a vice president of sales at Jordan Skinny Mixes and is now the director of sales at Schneer Sales and Service. Mike, it's a pleasure to see you again. Likewise, Michael. Appreciate the time. We're going to jump right in. Tell us a little bit about how did you make it to where you are today? Uh, well, yeah, it, it's an interesting question. I, it, it, when I see that, you know, where I made it today, I mean, did I, did I make it anywhere? But uh, uh, out of college, I, I got recruited by the world's largest food company, uh, Nestle. Um, and I spent 15 years of my career working with Nestle in various roles uh, across the country. Uh, had the opportunity with those roles to learn just all the aspects, many aspects about CPG companies and, and how they go to business. Um, that experience you know, opened a lot of doors for me along the way. Uh, one desirable opportunity that came across my desk was to work with a smaller private equity owned group. Um, from there, I, I left the Nestle group and went to work uh, under private equity in the food service space, mainly focused within the convenience channel. Um, turned out to be a great move. You know, I learned a lot. You know, when you work for a large food company, uh, the largest in the world, uh, there's a lot of different departments that uh, to handle a lot of business for you. Uh, as you work with smaller organizations, uh, you wear a lot more hats. Uh, so that that was a really, really uh, great uh, experience yeah, for me and in my career. Uh, currently, um, uh, over the last three months, I've moved over to the director of sales position for a broker. Um, so now I work within the broker group Inconvenience, uh, which is the channel that's uh, kind of become something that I've, uh, I guess, become an expert within the convenience channel. After all these years, you just kind of become an expert in something. What's your What's your favorite thing about your current role? You know, it, it's a, it's interesting. It's a blend of uh, where where I've come from with with the larger company, with the smaller company. Just now, more likely a, a middleman. You know, we're we're uh, we really focus on service within Schneer Sales and Service. You know, and what I think what that means is, you know, we um, we kind of we do a lot. We 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 do a lot of different aspects. You know, we're we're not the the key decision maker within a lot of the. Uh, the communication and even like as we, I know we speak about negotiation, um, you know, we we're we're not necessarily the the end all be all, but we are the relationship. We are the guy in between where we're, we're connecting, we're we're building uh, building relationships between organizations. Um, we have vision, you know. I think in a way where we have our experience and we can take our um, you know the the things that we've learned in the past and uh, and share them with our vendor partners. Um, and also share them with our retail and distributor partners. Uh, it's a great blend of, um, of of what my background has been, and uh, it really allows me to just kind of work something different every day. Something's different, and uh, it, it's been it's been a great run for these first three months, and I'm looking forward to uh, a long career here. It certainly sounds like you need to be client centric or customer centric. Uh, do you find that to be the case in your new role? You know, uh, yeah, I, I find it to be my case in my in my new role and my past roles. Um, you know, uh, I'm in sales, yeah, but I, I never thought I would be in sales. I, I didn't uh, go to college to be in sales. I just, you know, you, you kind of leave school and you, and you get a, get a piece of paper and you try and find a job. And I ended up in sales. And uh, you know, it, it, without the customer, you don't sell anything, right? So, um, you know, I. I, I 
relationships are something you'll hear me probably talk a lot about on this call. But, um, you know, I'm a relationship guy that happens to tie relationships into bringing in additional revenue and profit. Uh, it, it's just a, an area that uh, it's become a little bit of a niche for me. And, and it's uh, something that, you know, without the customer, who's going to buy your product, right? So uh, customer centric, I think, is a very key um, to building block of, of what I do for a living. Take the commercial environment that's happening right now with the idea around inflation, with supply chains being challenged, with COVID. Um, I would imagine you're much more on the collaborative side now. That's fair. Uh, yeah, collaboration, is, and, it, and it's a different type of collaboration. You know, I, I think uh, everyone is under stress. You know, we, were, we were joking internally today about, um, you know, you used to be able to pass a price increase and you got to expect to get a phone call, right? And, and the phone call is not going to be very favorable and the phone call is going to be with a lot of challenges to your pricing. Um, not that this is a great spot to be in where we are right now, but uh People have become so desensitized with price increases, uh, in, in particular, in one area in particular, you know, and, and that just kind of shows the environment in there. They become, uh, they, they, the expectations are, my product's not going to arrive on time. You know, you are uh, being challenged in a way where, you know, we're providing goods and services and um, those goods and services, the, the service levels, which used to be, you know, 90, 100% are, are in the 50s. And I think um, th that's an unfortunate, uh, you know, example of, of the environment that we're all operating in today, but it, it's, it, that's where we are. And, uh, you know, being, um, yeah, it, it, working through it, it, it's engaging because it's something that no one has faced before. You know, I, I can't imagine that all these uh, activities that are that are that we're working through um, have been faced by anyone in the past. You know, you, we have a war, we have a supply chain issue, we have COVID. You know, I mean, COVID alone. So, uh, with with all those things and piled up into one little hornet's nest, it's uh, it's it's been uh, it's been key learning, and you just got to find that common ground. You know, I think where someone might have been uh, happy with something a couple of years ago uh you can they, they could be pretty happy with a lot less right now um and it, it's it's sad to say but it, it's the environment that we're in and i think it's one of those things that we will get out of it and we'll all be better for it and i think uh, it's going to be interesting to see what um what the business world looks like when we do come fully out of this thing if we build on the environment that you just mentioned which is uh, a fundamental part of how we're operating within commercial business how important is negotiation or your negotiation skills? You know, when I look at negotiation, uh, you know, again, I, I didn't really, what I would say, grow up thinking I was going to be a sales guy. You know, I think there's a lot of stigma around being in sales. Um, and, you know, a lot of that uh, wasn't necessarily who I thought I was as a person. But as I continue to develop and grow, um, I realized that I, I liked meeting people. I like talking to people. I, I like engaging with people. Um, you know, my wife will tell you when I sit on an airplane, I'm probably the most annoying guy in the plane. I'll talk to anybody. I'll talk to you for three, four hours if I have to. <laughs> you better hope you get me on a short flight. Um, but, you know, and negotiation, it just, it, you know, after, you know, just one of those things just wasn't really something that I, I thought I was doing. And then you come and look back on it, you're like, wow, I, I negotiated that, or that, that was something that was a, a, an end result that wasn't necessarily going to happen if it wasn't for me or wasn't for someone being on that business and paying attention and focusing towards it. So, you know, negotiation, I think everyone handles it differently. I, you know, everyone's got their own um, spin on it. And I think everyone has their own, um, uh, what I would say, the characteristics that, that make them who they are as a person. And if you can you, you know, weave those into business results and relating to other people, um, you know, negotiation 
kind of becomes natural. Now, I'm not saying you just walk in blindly to an experience, but, you know, prepper, you know, preparing, you know, studying up the business, understanding who your customer is, understanding what your customer needs are. I think those are all just general building blocks to you know, being a successful person within the sales community. And it just fits with negotiation. If you if you know what someone's looking for and, and if, if they got a general idea of what you're bringing to the table, um, you're not walking in with a shock and awe. You're just kind of building expectations and um, and trying to meet those expectations. They're not always going to be fun, but um, you know, negotiations are just one of those things that, that, like I said, I think they kind of just naturally form within the role that you have. You talked about planning and preparation. I'm wondering, is that the most important aspect of your current negotiations, or do you see something else that is of critical importance? With the way you framed it up, uh, yeah, I'm going to say that that is that is one of the most important things, if not the most important thing. Um, you know, I, 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 like I mentioned, I, I can sit down and talk to anybody for hours. Uh, you know, whether it's useful conversation or just a bunch of you know word vomit. But I, I, I have a you know gift of gab, I guess you'd say, right? And um, what's the difference between that and actually getting and building results? Uh, you know, coming in planned and 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 studying up and and having a uh, what I would say is a, not a script written, but just understanding the end result that you want to get, understanding what the customer needs are again, you know, and 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 using that um, to build a strategy to go into a meeting. I mean, if you think about, or if I if I look back and look at a lot of the you know quote unquote negotiations I've been in in my career, a lot of them don't last more than 15, 20 minutes, you know, and and, and a lot of times you're even out of the room within 30 minutes. So after you get done with the small talk, you know, and and, and you, you you give your pitch, you know, it's it's negotiation, but it, it doesn't have to spend weeks and months of of digging into the the background of the information. It can be just stuff that's just a natural flow, stuff that you've earned and gained the experience on throughout your career. Um, so that part's already in you. And then what's the specific, um, you know, task at hand? You know, do you want to grow X amount of widgets in, in a, into how many different stores? Well, what do you know about those stores? What's the benefit of your widget? And then, um, you know, what's in it for the retailer? If you're, a you know, an equal, a, a parody of somebody else that's already on the shelf, why would they make the move? Why would they choose you over the next guy? You know, and, and I think with negotiation, the way I want to leave a room is I want to be able to break that tie. If there's an equal product on the shelf, it would be great to be able to break that tie because they like Mike D'Ambrosi. You know what? He came in here. He was honest. He treated me the way I wanted to be treated. And at the end of the day, uh, both the products are pretty similar, but I like Mike. I'm going to go with him. And, I, you know, I think I've, I've gained a lot from that in my career. It's weird to kind of say that on a, on a microphone to somebody. But uh, if I look back on it, I think a lot of my wins have been because, well, I like him over the other guy. Well, you lead with a good name. I mean, just the fact that you're you have that strong name, Mike, goes a long way anyway. And you are a jovial, very collaborative person. Uh, I want to pivot a little bit and talk about technology. With the advent of technology and people being able to communicate twenty four seven on their cell phones, how does a how does a person like you keep your home life and your work life balance um, separate? How do you manage your your calendar? It's good and bad. I, I think it's um, it, having technology at your fingertips 24-7, it, it, it gives you an opportunity to to work in a different way, um, to work in a way that the generations before us um, haven't had the opportunity to work. You know, I, I think you, know, you, you look back at a, probably our, our parents and um, even folks maybe a decade you know, older than us that that you had to be in a chair from eight to five. And that was your that was your job. 
but you also, when you got in your car, you just had a briefcase with you with, with papers in it, right? I mean, think about that. We don't do that anymore. Um, we carry everything in our pocket. Um, so, you know, it becomes important to really have to turn it off. I think there's a level of respect that you need to um, uh, coach a lot of times, maybe the customer community on, on how much, how available you're going to be. Uh, you know, there are certain times where you 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 need to pick up the phone on a Saturday, or you need to you know react to certain things at, at off hours of the day. But it's not every day. It's not every week. Um, you know, I, we've joked about this, Mike, before. But uh, you know, where I was with Nestle, we were selling pet food, and you know, it's 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 just pet food. At the end of the day, it's it's just you know, it's just widgets. You know, it, we're, I, I did not go into open heart surgery as a career. You know, I, I don't have the red button here to set off the next nuclear war, right? So, I mean, what what's the big deal? You know, I think you got to ask yourself, the technology is available, but what's the big deal about not answering that question? Because I, to me, I work a lot better when I'm refreshed. I work better when I'm focused. You know, if, if it's Saturday, or, you know, noon on a Saturday, probably not the best time to get a hold of me. And, um, you know, but I but I want to be there for you, um, you know, Monday through Friday. I think those are still standard hours, but we can definitely um, you know, have the opportunity to, to communicate because technology is there. And if, if you need to reach somebody, think they're going to be available. Um, and if they're not, maybe that's not the right person to work with. But I think it's always just comes back to what's best for you and how do you best work and and you do have that balance. And and I think, you know, I know I'm kind of long winded on this one, but you have the opportunity too with um, picking and choosing uh, when you want to work during the work week too. Yeah, you know, I think that's another benefit of technology where a lot of times I'm, I'm a new dad and, you know, having the opportunity now to spend time with my daughter and, and you know, if, if it's, uh, you know, you take an hour, you know, in, in the morning, just a little extra time in the morning. Well, maybe I got to give that hour back, whether it's at night or whether it's, you know, over the weekend. Um, you know, none of us, I don't, I don't think anyone really believes we work a 40-hour week, uh, you know, and, and it's one of those things where I, I'm not punching a time card. I'm not sitting in a desk from eight to five, like I mentioned before, but, uh, you know, we, we have a lot of flexibility. I think a lot of people have a lot of flexibility now, and especially post-COVID. I think we've all learned how to work remotely and how to be more uh, efficient with our time. And uh, to me, uh, having technology at your fingertips is it's a great benefit. Thanks, Mike. Uh, that's really informative. I, I just wrote some notes down as you were going along um, as we come to the end, and then I got a bonus question for you. You talked about planning and preparing as being very significant in your role and um, in the roles that you've had in the past. Then you talked about you, sometimes you need to lean in and just be a decent person. You know, We talked about the strength of the name Mike, but jokes aside, how you treat people. And maybe most importantly, you mentioned you ought to stay grounded. Listen, at the end of the day, it's just widgets. It's just widgets. And ultimately, you're trying to find a way where you can balance that work life and that home life. And congratulations on on the birth of your daughter. One last question. You ready for it? Sure thing. How is your negotiation at home with your wife as a new mom? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I know she's if, if there's one person that's going to listen to this podcast, it's going to be my wife. So I got to be careful on, on how I answer this question. But 
you know, you, you, you give and take. Uh, I got some great advice when I when I got married, and it was, you know, you 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 don't make any more decisions. Um, I, I I'm an Italian guy from the Northeast, and I, I still kind of let my mouth get in front of me. But um, I'll tell you, negotiations happen every day. I think I mentioned that earlier. And, and, and whether you look at them as a negotiation or not, you know, you're it's a compromise. It's it's uh, you know we're dealing with it all day long in life. And uh, uh, my my wife and I we get along great. You know, we we definitely have certain areas where we don't agree with everything. And uh, but hey, at, at the end of the day, it's it's one of those ones where. Uh, you know, you got to take the good with the bad and uh, not there's, there's no bad. I, I, I take the bad part back. There's a ne- ne- no bad at all. But uh, you, you take take life as it comes to you a little bit here and realize what what is a big deal? Again, going back to being grounded, you know, how much energy do I want to waste or do I want to spend on certain areas? You know, and what what harm is it going to cause? You know, and and, and if, if this is important to somebody or in, 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 you know, personally and business wise, you know, what's the big deal? You know, let stay grounded, stay focused. Um, you know, the end goal, you know, to me is to have a happy, you know, fun family and and to, and to have my daughter be raised in a happy household uh, where we can provide for her and give her the, whatever she needs to be successful. And if, uh, you know, by all means, I don't know what all that is. So if I got 50% of the household coaching me on that, I think that's even better. So you got, you know, look at it as a benefit, you know, find, find, find that silver lining. And it's not too hard to do here. Mike, that's awesome advice, man. And and thank you for answering what was a, a bonus in a, a challenging question with respect to your relationships. Uh, listen, man, you've, you've had a heck of a career, certainly in the last eight years that I've known you. It's been great to catch up again. And I'm sure the listeners will understand that if they happen to jump on a plane next to you, they should put their earphones in. Put them in immediately. <laughs> take out a take out a book that I don't necessarily you might not think a guy like me would want to read. You know, I just 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 do something or or uh, yeah, I don't know, start playing with the trade table or you know, kick your seat back. That's one way to get me to not talk to you. So uh, a lot of triggers there too. All right, Mike. Thanks a lot, man. Have a great weekend and appreciate you taking out the time. Thanks for the opportunity, Mike. Appreciate it.